Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. The thing is, I am a man, Sarah, and that's... You Are, know, if you have to keep saying it like that, it makes me question. No, I am, but it's, it's hard for me, and especially over text. Like once I, once I sent this message to our buddy talking about what's going on with my car, and then he sent back, he's like, um, yeah, probably fuel filter, which is like a basic thing. I know, I know that's a basic thing about cars. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I even know what that is. That's what I wrote back. Well, yeah, but I didn't know what the symptoms were, and then I wrote to this guy, and now I just seem like a complete tool. Like, I just seem like an idiot. Wow, so you wrote about a problem that could be fixed by buying, like, a, a $4 part. Yeah, well, they, I think it's $10. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Okay, so a couple of things here. Right at the top of the show, before we go too far, we have not one, but two fantastic interviews for you today. So these were both kind of surprise interviews. We didn't know if they were going to happen or not. And they... They were confirmed, but Greg was afraid that one of them wasn't going to happen, so he right. didn't want to say anything. One of them, I wasn't, wasn't sure if it was going to happen. That's true. Uh, and then one of them, we just kind of got confirmed last night. So coming up on today's show, we're going to have our interview with Cristela Alonzo. Now, Cristela Alonzo, she's going to be here at the Aladdin Theater performing stand-up comedy. And... Um, you know, we'll we'll talk about her in just a minute. Uh, she's a, she had a show. I'll just say it because if you Google her name, this is what's going to come up. She had a show on on ABC, which a lot of people watched, uh, called Cristela. That was just canceled. It four just days got ago. canceled. Yeah. yeah, three or four days ago. That's what I'm saying for her. She's a trooper for continuing to going out and doing doing our stand-up shows. Absolutely. And you know what? I also believe that we're troopers because we managed to successfully navigate the whole interview without bringing up the fact that she just lost her television show. That's true. We did a good job. We did a great job. Like, there wasn't any accidentally stumbling or anything. Like, yeah. It was good. She was very nice. She Very nice, yeah. And she's going to be at uh, Aladdin. So we'll play that interview here in a little bit. And then the other interview that Sarah is referring to. So we also have on today's show an interview. With John Dunsworth. Now, if you're not familiar with the name John Dunsworth, you may be familiar with his name on Trailer Park Boys. I am talking about Mr. Leahy. Mr. Jim Leahy, John Dunsworth in real life, is going to be on this episode of Fun Employment Radio. We interviewed him just a little while ago. I didn't want to tease it because I was so worried. Even Sarah wanted to put up something on the on the Facebook, on Fun Employment Radio's Facebook er, earlier. And uh, even that, I was like, no, no, we can't jinx it. We can't, we, we can't risk it. But she did, and it worked. And so we are going to have on today's show. Well, yeah, show, you've we'll been talking back and forth to him. I mean, you have his, his cell I phone know. number. I know. This, this isn't a logical worry well, that say, I have. As much as I joke about how Greg, you know, sometimes is overwhelming and a little too excitable, like today it was like the biggest bottle of juice times like a thousand. I, okay, I, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Let's save it. We'll, we'll talk about that interview here in a little bit because I've got a lot to say about it before we I've even I've got play. something to say. I've got stuff to say. Blah, blah, blah. Listen to me. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that here in a minute, but just know that, yes, Cristela Alonso and John Dunsworth, Jim Leahy, going to be on the show here, too. All right. Before we get into that, though, to reference what I was talking about earlier, it was it was one of those things where I finally got the message back, and I'm, I just felt so ridiculous. Now, we've talked about this on the show, how, hey, I said off the top, uh, I am a man. And so we did reference that And the that more part. you say it, of course, the more true it becomes. The more I reiterate yes. it, the more, the more people will... The more, man, uh, the more hair grows on your chest. Right, yeah. And then it's uh-huh. obviously, it's clear. So I've been having just a, a little problem with my car. Not a, not a big deal, but I sent, a, I sent a text to my buddy about how when I'm accelerating, especially like going uphill, it'll just like lose power for a, for a second and then like jut back in. So it'll kind of like, rev, not rev, but it'll just, it'll lose power. I don't know what that means. Okay, the only thing, here's the thing. I've, I've talked about this before. I try to fake pretending, uh, fake knowing about cars, knowing about how Why it works. Why are you lying to your friend about pretending to know about cars? I wasn't lying to him. I wasn't lying to him. I just, I feel so ridiculous and so emasculated because, because of that. So here's, here's the thing. 
Like, so I, uh, you know, I, the only thing I know about cars is what's gone wrong. What's gone wrong before. And, you know, so I know about when a battery goes bad because I've had that happen a lot. I know about when a clutch goes bad because I've had that happen a lot. I know that that when your alternator goes bad, that means nothing works. Well, that's what charges your battery. Exactly. And that's, I know because I I lost my alternator went out in the middle of the Hawthorne Bridge one time. And Mm -hmm. that was very, very pleasant experience. Right. And so, so there, there is that. And then, you know, other things that have gone wrong on cars, but unless it's gone wrong on a vehicle that I've had before, I generally, I don't, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about, you know, and, and, and. There, there are guys, you know, that's like a common bonding thing for a lot of dudes is you get together and you, you can always like talk about cars. Oh yeah. It's very manly. Yeah. It's, it's a, it, yeah. It makes some men look very desirable when they're saying right. they're talking about their, I mean, maybe in Portland, there's a lot of people that, that can't, but in general, <laughs> in general, it's just something that you can, you can talk about because people like cars. I've just never been that person. I just, I just don't care. I just don't care. It's kind of like my, my view it, of shoes. Is it you don't care or that you can't, like, grasp it? I think if I really put myself to it and I, I was like, this is all I'm going to do is I'm going to learn about cars, I probably I probably could uh, end up figuring it out. But I just, it's just not, it's just not my thing. It's not my thing. And I, it's, it's something that I still feel like, though, even though it's not my thing, I should have a general knowledge of this. It's something we all have to do. We all have to drive a vehicle. We all, things, things go wrong. You should be able to diagnose simple problems. And I can't do that. I just can't do it. All right. So now you're embarrassed, not because you don't know anything about cars, but because you look like an idiot in front of your friend. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's basically yeah, part of it. Even people with no knowledge of cars or like what exactly your problem is, like nine out of 10 people in the chat have, uh, who have commented on this have said fuel filter. Is that what it was? That's well. I don't know for sure, but yes, I think it might be the okay. fuel filter. That's what I ended up to. But what I, what I'm saying with this, so so, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard to try to fake that when you're having a conversation with a bunch of dudes because that is kind of like the general thing. So you know, I can just sit there and nod and smile and be like, oh yeah, you know, the, the Mustangs. Yep, Mustangs are. Yeah, that's a that's a good car. I like the way they look. You know, the way they run with their the radiators and. All of that you with, know, those, with those parts that are inside of them. Yeah, I mean, I man, really it's respect really good. Those, it's those, real cool. Yeah, those parts of cars that real are good. How of that them. works, mm-hmm. you know. And then, uh, um, you know, the and the G the GT. Well, then I think like that the, you need to just let go of the embarrassment if you're not willing to a learn or b. Well, I know. okay, I will try to learn. You don't but, try to learn. You said you have no desire to learn. Well, okay, I'll try to learn. <laughs> I'll try to learn. I guess it's not that I'm kind of masking the no desire with the fact that I just don't know anything because it's easier to just say. Yeah. It's easier to just say I don't care. Mm-hmm. It is, Greg. You know what hurts? You don't more? want your feelings to get involved. I do care, but I just I don't know. I just don't know anything. So so I texted this uh, to my buddy who, who works on cars all the time, just explain the problem. He's just like right back. He's like probably fuel filter. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that's what Did I wrote. You write back. That makes sense. Yes. Oh god, <laughs> that's what I wrote back. And he knows me. He knows I know nothing. He knows I know nothing. Oh, so it was probably he was giving you like a text message, like pat on the head, like, "Oh, that's cute. You're pretending like you know." <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's that's probably it. Um, it's, like, it's like, oh yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. That's that's actually what I wrote. Wow. And so now it's now I just look look like an idiot. Oh and well, I mean, if hard. he already knew that you were an idiot when it came to cars to begin with, then I don't think he's judging you anymore. You mean he's already judged me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably already happened. I bet it's happening right now as we're speaking. Really? Talking about <laughs> it? Like, he's talking, oh, my God, are they talking about me? Yes, Greg. Everybody who's ever existed like, is always hey, talking about guess you. Guess what? <laughs> look, look at this idiot. Look what he wrote me in his text. I mean, it's obviously the fuel filter. How would you not be able to figure that out? Check out what this moron wrote. And then and then they're all talking about it and they're top, making it. I'm a big joke at the office. Uh, our friend Vicky in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live is asking if it's Scott Daly. No, Scott is just as clueless as Greg. <laughs> so that's one thing I have in common with Scott. And he may not admit it. See, I think there's a lot of guys like me. Maybe this is it. Maybe I'm, I'm being, I'm empowering other guys that are like me. See, I'm, I'm. You're That's encouraging I'm them to step out of the shadows. I'm, I'm encouraging you to admit it's okay. You're still a man if you don't know about cars. It's all right. You're you're still you're still a person. It doesn't matter. And I know I'm latching onto the man thing, but that's like you know that's supposed to be the manly thing. Um, yeah, it's okay. You know what? 
I'm going to lead the charge for all of us. Sure. I'm going to stand up for us guys who don't know about cars. And I'm sorry, Scott Daly, I know you're, you probably hide behind this mask of, I think Scott does the same it's thing where he pretends, he pretends to know about uh-huh. cars. Like when we talk, I know he doesn't know anything about it. I know he doesn't know. No, because but, I see this particular, the same friend that you're talking about that mm-hmm. I'm assuming is our friend who works on cars that you text mm-hmm. messaged is the same friend that came over to Scott's house when, uh, when he had some people over and Scott was having problems with his car. And he's like, hey, buddy, you mind coming outside and uh, checking out something on my car with me? Oh, see? Well, I'm so calling. You guys both use the same friend. You well, guys- <laughs> I'm calling Scott out. I'm calling him out. Scott Daly knows nothing about cars. I'm calling him out about it. Scott Daly knows so nothing. So I, I, maybe this is the wrong way to do this, to just call him out publicly in yeah, this way. Yeah, what are you trying to do? Why are you shaming Scott when we're I, talking about you? Because it's easy. I can put the blame on Scott. No, I'm calling Scott Daly out, and I'm telling him right now. I'm addressing Scott. Scott, it's okay. I know you don't know anything about cars either. Now, I know you've pretended for a long time. You've tried to blend in with everyone else. You've tried to act like you know about them, okay. like, like you're, you're, you understand what's going on with all of that. But you're just faking it, and everyone can see through it. You don't know about cars either. And I'm, I'm calling you out because it's going to be good for you. And it's good for you to, to not stop living this, this way that you're living where you're trying to pretend that you're someone else. You're, you're not a car guy. You don't know about cars. Oh, my gosh. You just stop it. Well, uh, Shockwave in the chat is actually pointing out. And he said, well, Greg, Scott is tall and bearded. He doesn't have to pretend to be manly. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. You just cut right to the core, didn't you? Just cut to the quick. Just cut it. Wow. This shivved me right in the side. Shanked? Is it shank or shiv? You shank someone in the side with a shiv. I always mix. I think up. you shank with a shiv. Yeah, yeah. You shank with a shiv. You don't shiv with a shank. Okay. Shanking with shank a shiv. With a shiv. Well, that's what Shockwave just did okay. to me in the live chat. He shanked you with a shiv. He shanked me with a shiv. Oh man. Well, anyway, I'm admitting it, and I'm out there. I'm I'm telling everyone, and uh, so it's very clear. I realize it now, and I shouldn't feel bad about it. I think that embracing who you are as mm-hmm. a person is uh, is a sign of strength regardless. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I know. Uh, I should be lauded for this, mm-hmm. and I I'm, I'm appreciate you uh, you lauding me and heaping uh, praise and admiration upon me. That wasn't me praise for, or admiration. I'm just saying you. For me being strong is what you're saying, and I am being strong right now and admitting, oh um, admitting that I don't know about cars. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, play our first interview that we have today with Cristela Alonso. Okay, wow, we just really uh, cutting right, right through that, huh? Okay. <laughs> no, because then we have to get to the Mr. Because I have some stuff to say about building up to the Mr. Leahy interview. All right, all right. Because I, this has been a morning. We've been here for many, many hours uh, preparing. I have never seen Greg quite like the way he was today, so I kind of want to talk about that. All right, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But um, okay, let's, let's go straight to it. Hey, but just to, just to wrap up that other conversation, though. Uh, you're a man. Yes. Guys out there, yes, if you're like me. It's okay. Come out of the shadows. Admit it. Admit you don't know about cars, and it's okay. And if we all stand together, we can um, all uh, reaffirm ourselves as people. I don't know. All right. That was, moving on. That was so inspiring. <laughs> moving on. Do quit, this. Uh, all right. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, quit podcasting, Greg. Just start being an inspiring motivational speaker. Oh, I would totally do that. Are you kidding me? Give me enough time. I can do a motivational speech Okay, there needs to be more time than what you just gave, though, because that wasn't very motivating. Oh, if you really want me to give one? What, you All want right, me to do one? Back, when we come back, would you want to um, just give a brief motivational speech for people who don't know much about cars? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yep, I'll, do, right, I'll do a... One 60-second motivational speech. I All will right. write this in the time that we play this interview. All right, but that's uh, not to take anything away from that. So, uh, Cristela Alonso is going to be at the Aladdin Theater here in Portland on Friday, May 15th. You can Google her. She's been a, a very... Uh, she's been on a lot of stuff, and the, quite honestly. And the thing is, is like we didn't want to be rude, but you know, the thing that she's most notable for is for her TV show that was named after her, which we she starred, wrote, directed, produced. Yeah, all of that. Tremendous which was, accomplishment. Unfortunately, yeah. Which and she was like the first uh, Latin American woman to ever do such a thing. And yeah. but she's upset about. I mean, we read a lot of interviews, and she. I'm sure that she really doesn't want to talk about it. So we talked to, to her about all of the other things she's accomplished, which are a lot. Yeah, and with, she was super cool. Yeah, very, very cool. So you can get your tickets at uh, Aladdin-Theater.com or CristellaAlonzo.com. Uh, here she is on the show, Cristela Alonzo. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, and we are joined now by a fabulous comedian who's going to be in town at the Aladdin Theater tomorrow. That is Friday, May 15th. Cristela Alonzo, hello. Hello, everybody. I'm actually really excited to go to Portland. It's one of my favorite cities. Oh, awesome. Have you been here a lot before? 
I've been, I was there years ago. I want to say I was there, last time I was there, like, it was eight years ago. And I, when I was in Portland, I told myself, remember, this is one of your favorite cities. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. I loved it so much. It's so laid back. Oh, my God. I love it. It is. It's it's definitely changed a lot in the past eight years, though. I'll be curious to to hear what you think about it because it is uh, urban sprawl is upon us and big buildings. It's it's definitely changed in the past eight years. Well, isn't that the truth for every city? Though I feel like every time every time I go home and visit family, that's the point of like that's mostly everything we talk about. <laughs> that building's torn down. This is a new building. <laughs> It's always about building. It's so it is. It is. The McDonald's used to be on the corner over there. It's not there anymore, though. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know, when you go home and you hear, hear those news, you have to be so excited or so affected by it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Donald's is done. Hold on. It's gone. Oh, my God. I need a moment. I need a moment. <laughs> Crystal, basically, Portland right now is just um, full of people who are That's pretty much all of us right now. <laughs> Oh, great. It's a whole town full of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's your mom, yeah, with, with beards and then eating weird donuts. That's pretty much it. That's <laughs> Oh, my God. That's exactly like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so you're going to be up here at the Aladdin. And one of the other things I want to bring up, too, is because you had an album that just came out uh, over the last fall, which is available as well, that people need to know about. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I tell the album after the show. You know what I do after the uh, after every show I do, I do a meet and greet with anybody that wants to say hi, and I actually stay there. I stay at the theater till everybody that wants to say hi has said hi to me. That's and great. I, it usually takes about another hour or so, depending on like the the size of the crowd. But I do it extra, and I actually sell the album there so people can get it there after the show. Oh, oh that's, that's fantastic! Well, I'm sure people are excited to meet you and get to. Can they take pictures and get autographs and everything as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, yeah, I just I hang out after the show, and I take pictures with everybody. I say hi. It, it, a lot of times, there you know, people will come and they'll say that their kids are fans of mine. So sometimes I'll do videos for the kids, and you know, after the show, just saying hi. And I wish I could have met them and stuff. It's, it's a really good time. Oh, well, um, I know your schedule's super busy. How often do you find yourself able to get out uh, during the week? Like, do you still uh, end up frequenting like open mics? Do you still do a lot of stand up during the week? Yeah, you know, actually, I, I really, I try to, be, I'm working on a new hour right now. I'm trying to shoot a special. I gave myself my own deadline to shoot a, an hour special in late fall, early winter. And I love writing. I write all the time. So I'm trying to, on the weekends, I'll go do shows. During the week, I will try to do as many open mics as possible. Open mics keep you honest. Mm. Yeah. They do a great job of keeping you honest. I mean, uh, no one cares what you've done, what who you are. They just want to know that that joke about virgin olive oil is as funny as it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's that's got to be one of the most the the exciting and tough things about comedy. Yes, yeah, just it, it's right there. People instant feedback. You know whether that joke worked or not. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, and they, they feel like they, you know they're open to criticize you because they bought two drinks. <laughs> now, do you get like, oh my, my my life's work has been condensed down to your two bucks life this is amazing All right. <laughs> so do you get a lot of uh folks who try to talk back to you because you're very you're very engaging when you do your stand-up is it are people like trying to answer you after a couple of their bud lights you know it's, it's funny i never get that I don't understand why people people love asking me about hecklers and what's your worst story about a heckler. I think I've been doing stand up for twelve years. Twelve years. I think I've been I've been heckled maybe three times in the twelve years. It's kind of amazing. I don't know what it is, but it's just maybe I just don't give them a chance to say anything. I have no idea. Hey, if it works, it works. You're yeah. proof. <laughs> Well, something else that I know that you are a prominent fan of is the L.A. Clippers. Now, this is I'm not going to say uh, this is a trailblazers town, but um, Clippers, they're looking damn good right now. Okay, first of all, can we talk about this? First, yes. The last game should not have – they should have won that game. They need yeah. to rest for the next series because that next series, Grizzlies or Warriors, we're in, we're in for a tough journey if oh, we yeah. get there. I mean, but the team is looking fantastic. I mean, you've got 
You've got J.J. Reddick. I mean, DJ's kicking it up a notch. DJ's actually making free throws. I mean, you know, that's amazing. I know. You know, you've got, I mean, CP came back with a hamstring injury. Now, like, it's, it's like he was never injured. I mean, everybody, Barnes, even Haas. I mean, Haas is thinking some really sweet daggers in some of the games. I mean, you can. T- I get very excited about the Clippers. I talk about them all the time. Well, I mean, um, they're really a damn good team. I mean, I'm really excited for tonight's game. I don't know. No, they're, they're, I mean, they're a great team. I mean, up here, I would say this, like, Rocket, we hate the Rockets way more than uh, Rockets and Lakers. Those are the number two most hated teams for Portland Trailblazers fans, in, at least in my opinion. Clippers, go Clippers. Kick the crap out of the Rockets. I think that's awesome. We're all you know, for it. You know, I don't know what it is. I can't, you know, I can't stand the Lakers. And I think that it's because <laughs> I started, I became a Clippers fan because um, I could afford to go to their tickets, their, right? their games. Their tickets were so cheap. So, like, I remember back in the day, they were so terrible that they would have ticket promos, like, buy one, get four free. (laughs) And I'm not even kidding. My friends and I would buy one ticket. Five of us would go. We'd check out the games back in the day when they were terrible. And the Lakers, if you want to be a Laker fan and go to a game, you have to put tickets on layaway. Oh, my God, they're expensive. Yeah. So you've been a fan. All right, that's awesome. So you've actually been a fan of the Clippers uh, well before they were actually you know, performing well in the playoffs and had Chris Paul and everything. You know what? I love an underdog story. Uh, I mean, I, I love underdogs. I mean, to me, it's like, you know, I, I don't know what. It, I think maybe the Bad News Bears really affected me as a kid. I love an <laughs> underdog story. Like, every time I see a group of misfits that feel like no one can believe in them, I'm like, I believe in you. Uh, I like the white teacher that goes to the inner city high school to teach them math. <laughs> I'm back. The Michelle Pfeiffer's of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I'm, the, I'm the Coolio Gangster's paradise teacher of it all. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Costella, so you're going to be here in town uh, Friday, May 15th, 7 p.m. at the Aladdin Theater. Which is a beautiful venue. Have you seen the Aladdin Theater before? No, no, no. I I haven't. No, I'm very excited. It's it's really nice. It's gorgeous. You're going to love it. And people can get tickets at aladdin-theater.com and through your website too, cristellaalonso.com. And follow you on, on Twitter. It's Cristella9. Is that right? Yes, Christella Nine. Yes, Christella Nine. Follow you on there. There were eight other ones. There were eight other ones. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh, ChristellaAlonso.com. Go there for everything else. Christella, thank you so much for uh, taking a couple of minutes to call in. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Awesome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Christella Alonso, right here on Fun Employment Radio, and coming up in just a little bit, we're going to play our interview with. John Dunsworth with Mr. Jim Leahy. Leahy, Mr. Jim Leahy from Trailer Park Boys. Yes. All right. So I said I would write. I would write a motivational speech. I don't know. I've got. I've got a brief one. I've got a brief right. one because I feel passionately about it. I feel strongly okay. about everything, and I think. Uh, All right. Do you think that you have prepared an amp- uh, okay. a, a, an ample speech? Yes. Okay. So I'm addressing just just so everybody. Knows, I'm addressing guys that are like me because that's people sure. that I know. You know, that's how I can. That those are the people I can relate to. Short guys, not not short guys. Curly haired guys, not that. They, they're not. We come in all shapes and sizes. All right, Sarah. But what kind of specific person are you talking about? I'm talking about. I address it in my thing. Oh, okay. All right. Do I address it in my speech. I don't want to give you the key points of the speech. Oh, I'm so sorry. <sighs> How dare I try to take away from that? <sighs> okay, so I just wrote this right now. All right, so I it's going to be some... unrefined, but it's it's going to have to go. It's going to be unrefined, okay. just like the person that's using it. <clears throat> all right, let me do some stretches. That's what you got to do before you do big speeches. Oh, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Gentlemen, I am here today to speak to you about a secret. A secret we have hidden from the world. A secret I feel a lot of you know all too well and share with me. I have a general lack of car engine knowledge. I know this is a shocking statement. I should be scared to admit that in public. I should be terrified should be ridiculed, but I'm not. In fact, it feels amazing. It feels liberating. I am still a person despite this affliction. I should be proud of who I am. Now, you may be asking yourself, are you one of us? When we... Well, let me me clarify for you. When you stand in groups together at awkward social functions and... Someone brings up a transmission problem and you simply nod enthusiastically. 
you're one of us. When you're in a parking lot line wait, at a concert, waiting in line and someone brings up the differences between diesel and regular gas engines and all you worry about is not messing them up at the gas station, you're one of us. When all of your friends are really into going to a car show and you force yourself to go pretending to know about Chevy Nova's hiding your shame, you're one of us. Well, no longer hide in the shadows, my brethren. We are men too. We have value. We may not know about cars, but we have plenty of other things that we can share with the world. Do not be ashamed. For we are all together. We are general lack of car knowledge, guys, and we are people too. That was very, very inspiring, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I really feel like you're speaking. Uh, you're speaking for the um, for the people who can't speak for themselves. Yeah, that's what I was. I think you know you've embraced it. I think for writing it that quick, I think this could really be something that I could uh, you know add. I to think it, it came very naturally to yeah, you. I think it's something that I, that I can work on with that. I I believe in you. Thank you. I think that's real good stuff. No longer ashamed. <laughs> wow, Greg was over there like furiously clicking away. <laughs> Hey, you done good. Thank you. All right. Okay. Okay, you want to do a little bit of World Crazy? Yes, I do. Okay. Katie in the uh, live chat uh, saying, uh, I was so brave. I, I do. I feel brave. I just, it's nice to have the affirmation that I was brave. Mm-hmm. Wait, what kind of car did you call it? A Nova. All right. Yeah, everyone what, keeps saying why no. I don't know. Do, I thought do that was people how you think that I did it? not say it as Nova? I am well aware of what a Nova is, how it works. I don't know. I, I don't know either. All I know is that it's a car. <laughs> well, I will not be ashamed or ridiculed. <clears throat> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, I have a couple stories which people keep sending them to me. I just want to. I will just. Cover these, and then we'll move forward because I'm not going to watch either of these readaptations. And of course, I have reached that pinnacle time in my life at 35 years old, where they're remaking everything that I loved dearly in my childhood. Ah, uh, that's starting to happen. Okay, I know that happened for you like a couple of years ago. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yes, the trailer for the remake of the 1980s cartoon *Gem and the Holograms* has finally come out, and it's getting a live-action film adaptation from director John Chu. It looks absolutely nothing like the cartoon. It basically looks like, as you were talking about, like Hannah Montana earlier, it looks like basically something along those lines. It's just basically a girl group. I've seen the uh, commercial for it. I saw the trailer for it, and it, um, it's awful. It, it, it doesn't seem terrible. to have... Now, I didn't really watch Jem the Cartoon until I knew you, then I know what Jem the Cartoon is about. And um, this, uh, this readaptation... Well, it's not even adaptation. It's really nothing about Gem at all. Absolutely nothing. It's uh, nothing about the cartoon anyway. It has it like it. It looks really bad. Basically, the only thing that's similar with the cartoon is that uh, there's a girl who plays a character named Gem. In no way is there a magical computer named Synergy who transforms her. There is an orphanage, but it's not the Starlight Foundation that we all grew up and loved uh, while we were watching Gem and the Holograms, the cartoon series. So you're saying, as a Gem fan, as a, you're somebody who grew up as Gem, you've dressed as Gem multiple times for Halloween. Okay, let me ask you this too. Is it going to be really frustrating for you when you see like younger girls now dressing up like Gem the the movie? No, because because they're going to know the movie. They're not going to know the cartoon. No, the movie Gem the Gem just looks like uh, she basically looks like Kesha. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what she looks like. And uh, somebody I can't remember who it was. I was reading somebody uh, their synopsis of the trailer and what they compared it to, and it's exactly this. It is like Josie and the Pussycats. If uh, if you've ever seen Justin the Pussycats the movie, it's fucking amazing. It's hilarious because what they do is basically make fun of like the music industry and the fact that they're you know girls okay. in the band. And someone said it's like basically it basically looks like Josie and the Pussycats without the sense of humor. It's just a bunch of uh, girls who are just you know in their band. And she's struggling between her real life identity and like her being the singer gem. Okay. So there's no magicalness in so it. So there's nothing. There's, there's a- nothing. There's wow. nothing. Nothing at all compared to the compared to the cartoon whatsoever. Well, so I just want to let everybody know in case you haven't seen the news yet. I wanted to tell you for you, so you don't have to watch the trailer. Don't watch it; it's just going to make you sad. Also, it just came out yesterday. Uh, so, Gem and the Holograms is getting remade next. It was announced yesterday that The Craft 
I saw something about this where it was posted that The Craft was getting remade. The Craft isn't that old, is it? No, it isn't that old. It's from the 90s. Well. Well, I guess that is like. Okay, that's maybe it is kind of old. That's true. I mean, I guess 1995 was 20 years ago at this point. 95? Is that when The Craft was made? No, no. I'm saying 20, like 20 years from now, is that was 1995, so that's at least 20 years ago. Wow. Uh, the Craft was made in 1996. Okay, so it's 96. 19 All right. years old. Um, yeah, so Sony Pictures is deciding to uh, remake the 1996 Witchcraft movie, which if you've never seen The Craft, I own it. I watch it at least once a year. It's oh, it's a great movie. movie. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so this is being redone by a woman named Lee Janiak. So uh, she actually just uh, debuted one of her first movies called The Honeymoon, which I think you saw. I know I saw it on the Netflix. Honeymoon. It's a oh, horror. that's the uh, it's a horror one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. basically, this couple's on a honeymoon. They go into the cabin in the yes, woods. Yes, and I won't give away the spoiler, but yeah, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. It has uh, John Snow's true love. Yes. In it. Oh, yes, it does. And she's the main character. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know that, nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, yeah, yes, that girl is. In the, uh, the honeymoon's pretty good. You should check it out. Yeah, she's she's pretty good. Uh, so anyway, so the woman who's directing the craft, which is the only like silver lining on this, is the woman who will be directing the readaptation of the craft. Yeah, but I mean, the first one was. But it's not even good. Like it's I don't know why good. you would need. It's still good. Like it doesn't seem, even though it's older. I mean, I mean, it's not a movie that I'm going to watch over and over and over. But it's. I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was good. I don't see what you're going to add to it to remake it. I, I don't know either. You I know? mean, plus, just make it more tame, probably. Yeah, that's all because you could that, really do. The, the Craft itself is a pretty dark, fucked up movie. Like, it has, mm-hmm. you know, racism and uh, just, like, uh, sexual abuse. Like, it's just, it's a really gnarly movie. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and it's full of hot chicks. And it's full of hot chicks, <laughs> <laughs> which started a lot of people having uh, crushes on that crazy girl. What's her name? Fru- Fru- Feruza Balik or whatever. Balik, yeah. Yeah. Feruza Balik. Feruza Balik. I think it's how you say her name. Yeah. I don't know how you say her name for sure. All right, but. so if you don't know the premise for it, uh, it says a, a newcomer in the original, a newcomer to a Catholic uh, prep school, high school, uh, falls into a group of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft. Soon they all conjure up various spells and curses against those who sl- even slightly anger them. They find out how quickly good intentions can turn into evil ones. So it's... I don't know. That just seems so frustrating. Do they say who's going to be cast in it? They have not said. Okay. Yeah. Nobody, no casting mentions. It's just going to be a bunch of Disney people. It's not going to be Disney. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what to think anymore. Yeah. I mean, they can't make it any better than the old one. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know how they're going to readapt it. I mean, it's going to be. So, they're going to turn it into a musical. They're not going to turn it into. That's a what it's going to be. They'll turn it into a musical, like, like a, a high craft school musical. Slash glee yeah. club. Yeah. I've got a spell. I have a spell. You treated me bad in school. Now I have a spell. Something like that. Next up, a story out of Pennsylvania. This man might or might not be my soulmate, and his name is Kevin David Nelson. Kevin David Nelson is 47 years young, and he has been arrested after becoming enraged. After going to his favorite restaurant, after being told, after, 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 can I say after one more time? Uh-huh. Becoming enraged when he went to his local restaurant and found out that they were sold out of macaroni and cheese. Oh. Oh, Kevin. You can relate to this guy then. Kevin, you are a, you're a person after my it's own It's Kevin heart. David. Kevin David he's a three-namer. Nelson. Three-namer. He's a KDN. Yep. KDN. So he's probably um, going to assassinate somebody as well. Oh, well. With the well, three names. It yeah. is the three names. It is kind uh-huh. of a- uh, Kevin David Nelson, 47 years young, went uh, to dine at Roy Rogers in Cumberland County when he was told that they were out of his favorite meal, macaroni and cheese. They make what? the best macaroni and cheese in town. Oh, man. Well, that's when Kevin David Nelson decided, well, I've had enough. And he began to curse loudly at the employees, saying that he wanted his macaroni and cheese. See, he's a man who's not going to take it. He's standing up for what he believes he's in. He's not going to take it. You know what? He hasn't lived 47 years on God's green earth to be told, no, he cannot have mac and no, cheese. No, he can have mac and cheese whenever he goddamn well wants it. Well, Kevin this is David, America. Kevin David Nelson dusted himself off and furiously left Roy Rogers, then came back later after he calmed himself down to order some potatoes. <laughs> He came to find out that Roy Rogers was also out of potatoes. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Kevin David Nelson began cursing. Are there, are there no other restaurants in this town? I don't know. It sounds like a very small town. It's only town. Roy Rogers. It's in, it's in Cumberland County. Roy Rogers is where it's the grocery store. It's the dance club. Okay. Roy Rogers is everything there. All right. Uh, Kevin David Nelson, after being told that they were out of potatoes as well. Well, I mean, began, admittedly, Roy Rogers needs to do some better planning. Roy Rogers, if you're catering to the entire town... You know, and you're the dance club and the doctor's office and the pharmacy. You need to have things in stock. Yeah. 
All right, so he began cursing all the while throwing condiments at employees. <laughs> Police were called and... Uh, is there footage of this? Do they have, like, security I cam? I wish. I haven't seen it if there is. Uh, Kevin David Nelson was charged with disorderly conduct. But he has said he will never do it again, so I don't know if they're going to press charges. <laughs> well, that's the last straw. Hey, Greg, we've gotten so lazy as a society. Do you know how you can order pizza now? How? By tweeting a pizza emoji to Domino's Pizza, and therefore they'll get your order and know that you want to order pizza. What? Really? Yes, Domino's has announced it'll be launching right. a tweet-to-order system, which will allow U.S. customers to tweet at the company to order pizza. Uh, there is one main reason why I would never ever do that. Because it's public and people it's could see. It's public. Who, why would I want everyone to know I I'm ordering it. a Domino's I know you pizza? I so well, yeah. Like, okay, I ordered, that's shame food for me, and I like pizza. I mean, there's nothing wrong with eating pizza or ordering a pizza. I'm not, like, shaming that. Now but, I want pizza. Stop saying the word pizza. And I want pizza, too. So but we, I'm, Okay, let's stop talking about pizza. I'm sure as hell not going to post it out on Twitter, because honestly, the only times I will order that, usually it's uh, later, and I'm, like, too lazy to go to the store, or maybe I had a couple drinks, and I don't want to go anywhere, and I'm, like, out of food, I'll be like, pizza time. Why would I want to put that on? Right, well, let me tell you, you might not have to have your shame so Twitter. public. Well, Patrick Doyle, who's the uh, CEO of Domino's, says, uh, it's the epitome of convenience. We've got this down to a five-second exchange. Now, here's how the new ordering system will work, which might work for you, Greg. People might know that you're ordering it, but they might, but they won't know what you're ordering. So, once <laughs> so? a customer, once a customer has registered their, I'll tell Twitter- you what. I'll tell you what I'm ordering. That doesn't bother me. Pepperoni, sausage, and green peppers. Okay. Bam. Nobody Done. cares. Perfect. Nobody cares about your pizza order. Don't Do need you care else. about my pizza Maybe order? Maybe some pineapple. Oh my god. Okay, so once a customer has registered their Twitter handle onto their Domino's Pizza profile, you'll be able to simply tweet hashtag easy order or just a pizza emoji to the Domino's Twitter handle. Domino's will then send the customer a direct, this is why the world hates us. A direct message to confirm this. the order and the easy order saved in a customer's profile will be automatically sent to their home. That's all you have to do is... Put a picture of a pizza and you can get yourself a pizza. I will unfollow anyone who does this. No, I won't do that. But You will not. I won't. But I'll judge. I'll secretly judge. God, now I want pizza. I wish I, I do. I want pizza too. I know. I wish I didn't have that story. Well. <laughs> All right. And finally, this is my favorite headline of the day. A glowing Swedish underwater gay sailor has <laughs> been sorry, placed... Wait, can you... Start that over a little bit slower. I'm trying to process everything you just a said. A glowing Swedish underwater gay sailor has been placed there to scare off Russian submarines. Oh, wait. Okay. You didn't let me finish the sentence the okay. first time. Okay. Yeah, no. So so it's not an actual sailor. It's not an actual glowing is there a statue underwater part? gay sailor. It is a sign. Missing there? It is a glowing sign. A sign. Okay. All right, so they didn't put that in the headline, but I'll, I'll, I'll put it in to make it easier for you. Okay, a, gl- a glowing Swedish underwater gay sailor sign has been sh- put up uh, in Swedish waters to scare off Russian submarines. Okay. Yes, the singing underwater Swedish gay sailor um, plays on alleged uh, Russian homophobia and a peaceful alternative to military <laughs> response. So Swedish peace activists decided to come up with this idea to fend off intruding submarines thought to come through uh, from Russia. By placing underwater a glowing underwater singing sailor, which emits a Morse code signal saying, this way if you're gay, this way if you're gay. I love the fact that that probably works, too. (laughs) It's totally working. I am not gay. Uh, So the Swedish Peace and Arbitration Society, the SPAS, has released a video of the singing glowing underwater sailor, an animated neon sign of a man wearing nothing but white underpants and thrusting his hips, being lowered into the sea. That is awesome. Being lowered into the sea from a boat, all the while Morse code is being emitted saying this way if you are gay. Uh, So... (laughs) Stockholm, uh, Sweden had announced in October that it had detected foreign underwater activity off of its coast and what military experts speculated were Russian submarines. <laughs> so they've been so this is how they decided to ramp it up and so far they haven't had any problems with it. That is that is amazing. So the SPS, SPAS says the aim of the singing gay sailor is to urge the Swedish government to think in new ways instead of falling back in the territorial defense uh, and rearmament. The world doesn't need any more rep- weapons. Instead, you know what needs underwater glowing gay dancing sailors? <laughs> Scare them away with the gays. This way if you're gay. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bright, it's a neon sign underwater. Oh, that's awesome. So there you go. I love it when people think outside of the box. There you have it, my friends. It's your world of crazy.
I've got a spell, I've got a spell. You tortured me in high school, but now I've got a spell. What? Yes. Oh, was that your... It's the craft. I'm going to write the musical. The craft, the musical? Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Light has a feather, stiff has a board. I think tucked in Mr. Lady earlier broke you. Stiff has a board. Okay, you've got to stop. See, and then it goes on like that, and then you... That's like that sounds like scene. the worst musical ever. I think it's I think it's going to be a hit, but we'll see. You know what is a hit though, Sarah? That's Trailer Park Boys. It sure is. They just keep getting renewed, don't they, Greg? Yes, they do. The mm. Trailer Park Boys. All right, so here's the deal. We'll we'll talk about this. So the Trailer Park Boys is a show you can watch on Netflix right now. All of the seasons they were on Canadian television on a, it's Showcase, I think up there. That's where they started back in the early 2000s. If you don't know about them, they, it's a fantastic show. It's kind of a reality-based, sh- like not real life, a uh, fake reality show uh-huh. about a trailer park up there with a bunch of idiots who swear a lot and are always drunk Smoke and smoking weed. weed. Swear and, a lot. And, and so it's this group of guys and their nemesis is the trailer. Oh, no, no, I was doing that for myself. Oh, sorry. Uh, and then there's their nemesis is the uh, trailer park supervisor who is Mr. <laughs> Leahy. And Mr. Leahy is a, is a drunk who is always trying to get the boys, you know, he's always trying to trying to get them Especially kicked Ricky. out of the trailer park. Especially Ricky. It's such an amazing show. It really is a good show. And uh, in the t- live chat, there's uh, John and Boring saying no, no idea what a trailer park boy is. He kind of seems like a guy who would like trailer park boys. So oh, you, John would it's, absolutely. It's your kind of show. Um, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. John, you'd love it. You'd be perfect for it. You, you would, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty damn good. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's what the show is about. And they were picked up uh, on Netflix for two more seasons that happened, and now there's another season that's being filmed, and they might even have another one after that. Yeah, and, which they're starting to film pretty quickly here. And this is a show, if I, I want to explain this too, so if you ever hear us say use the word shit apple when referring to like little asshole kids, it's directly from Trailer Park Boys and from Mr. Leahy, aka John Dunsworth, the guy that we're going to be talking, because that's what he refers to. There's these little kids that'll run through, or people that he does, doesn't like, he'll call them shit apples, or he'll use the word shit in things, like we're in the eye of a shit a cane, a bunch of shit moths. He just adds shit on everything, and for some reason, it is the funniest thing ever when you watch the show. It is. And so that's just one one facet of it. Anyway, really cool. So we've been working on getting this interview because uh, Mr. Leahy and Randy, another character from Trailer Park Boys, are going to be here in Portland on Sunday at the Hawthorne Theater. Yes, they are Sunday evening. So after our cornhole tournament. Yes. Uh, cornhole tournament after of champions tournament. Uh, happening at Landmark Saloon all day. So come and hang out with us there, of course, at 4847 Southeast Division. Absolutely. Uh, after that, then you can uh, then go down and see and see this. So uh, I've got the interview here, sir, so don't worry about it. Uh, uh, but it, talking to him though, it was, I didn't realize how excited I would be. And if you were listening live at that point, I was, um, I was, I, I'm pretty much a fanboy. and we've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of comedians and our people, all kinds of different people throughout career and radio. I don't think I've ever kind of gone as much. No, it was as I did weird. With this one. It was really weird to see like Greg's his eyes kind of got all like bloodshot and like huge and crazy, and he's just like, oh, "It's exciting." I'm do. just, a, I'm a fan. I'm mm-hmm. a fan. It's all right to be a fan every now and then. And, oh, I'm like, not let saying it's all right. I'm just saying I've, I've known you weird. for years and I've never seen. It's it was weird. weird if I look yeah. at your face every day and I've never seen you do that. Yeah, I know, I know. But it was so awesome. It was Mr. Lay, and so, oh so we talked to him for about ten minutes now. Uh, he is he's on the phone and he's at an airport. I believe he's at Seattle he's Airport. He's in SeaTac, yeah. Yeah, SeaTac flying to San Francisco and then he's going from San Francisco to Portland. So as this interview goes on, he's like going through the line so there's sometimes there's a couple of pauses where it's like okay, did we lose him? He's like, "Oh no, I'm going through the line right now." And uh, we just let it roll and play the whole thing. So here we go. Right now on Fun Employment Radio. John Dunsworth aka Mr. Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon, and we are joined now by an amazing a, a man I am a super fan of who is going to be here in town at the Hawthorne Theater on Sunday, May 17th. You know him as Mr. Leahy. It is John Dunsworth from the Trailer Park Boys. Hello, John. How are you? I'm doing well. John, uh, I do have to say, I'm saying behind the scenes, um, I have never seen Greg. We've been interviewed. We've interviewed hundreds upon hundreds of people. I've never seen him as excited to interview someone as uh, yourself, John. Well, you've never seen him. No, I've never seen him as excited as this uh, to interview somebody. And you, like, except for when it came to you. Oh, oh, oh! Well, that's that's awfully nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> so, how many thirty-something uh, fanboys do you get uh, coming at you all the time, telling you how much you, uh, they love you? Um. 
I'm embarrassed to say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I imagine it's probably a lot of people repeating lines back to you, but I, I will say this. Um, something that is absolutely in the vernacular of our show, and we've been doing this show for about six years, is the term shit apple when it comes to dealing with, uh, with, with a kid. Um, we use that term all the time here, and, and I want to thank you for giving us that term. Well, you know, I wish I did Jim Leahy speaking. <laughs> I, I wish I could take credit for, credit for the shitticisms, but most of them I understand came from Julian, who's one of the writers. And uh, and Mike Smith plays Bubbles, of course. He He's in on that. But Mike likes me to talk like Archive, so you can't hardly understand me. <laughs> uh, the, uh, it, you know, when when we did the, the liquor smurf scene with the, me died in the blue tub yep. in season nine, uh, he said he wanted me to to talk incoherently. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things to do because whenever I get into politics or religion, that's exactly what it becomes. <laughs> so that that's one of the blue snurf is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, how did what, was that body paint? Did you actually have to soak yourself in some blue liquid like an Easter egg? Well, uh, they used uh, an air gun, and it took two hours, <laughs> and. Uh, the makeup lady who did it is still recovering. <laughs> <laughs> it took an hour to take it off. And we had to do it twice because the first time, my blue was way too dark and it didn't match the blue in the tub. Oh, so wow. we had to shoot that scene twice. But I, I never mind shooting scenes twice because I've already got the lines learned. Yeah. Is it... Uh is the Trailer Park Boys highly scripted, or do you guys uh, kind of go off the cuff a little bit d- during the scenes? Well, some of the things like, you know what I'm saying, and does the Tin Man have a sheet metal cock, and those kinds of <laughs> things, they happen on the <laughs> they happen on the day. But, but 95% of the show is scripted. Wow. If we get the scene in short order, and we're not ready to move to the next scene yet, then uh, sometimes the director will say, hey, let's just go for it. We know what the scene's about. Use your own words and let's let's have a go. And a lot of the times those make it, but we don't get a chance because we do it too often because we have a six-week shooting schedule to do 10 episodes. Wow. That is very short. Well, and, and you guys are just getting ready to go film another season right now. Is that right? Uh, June 1st, we start a season 10. Wow. And you are and there's going to be a season 10 and and a season 11. Is isn't there or was it just the 10 that's been announced? Um we uh 10 11 isn't written yet. 10 is written. We get the scripts this week. <laughs> um and uh one of our guest stars this year is going to be Snoop Dogg. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. I've heard that he's a big fan of the show before. Yeah, he's uh He's been hanging out with his boys quite a bit. Whenever they have a chance to get together, they do. Well, I mean, it's it's just so incredible what a phenomenon, you know, that Trailer Park Boys has become. And for any kind of a series to last for nine seasons and multiple movies and now doing a tenth season, I mean, that's just a tremendous accomplishment. Everybody else, Hello. Are you still there? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm at the airport, and the line is about a mile long. Oh, no. It's <laughs> unbelievable, because we're flying from Seattle right now down to San Francisco. Oh, okay, so are you going... And, oh, my... Yeah, this is our... Last night we did our first American date, Randy and I, first time we ever came through by ourselves, because usually with, we're with the boys. Uh-huh. And uh, we, we've done couple of years in the States and over in, in Europe, but with uh, the Santa show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't okay, know yeah, if, you, yeah. you, if you know that Santa Claus go whatever yourself, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, you can say whatever you yeah, want on this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that, well, that's refreshing. <laughs> uh, no, we, um, we've, been, we've been so lucky. The boys just... Uh, put up a note in Finland for a show there, and uh, it sold out in 10 minutes. So we're spreading like a virus all over the known universe. 
Oh, that's amazing. I mean, I uh, myself, I'm a huge fan as well. And I was done with the first season or this uh, most recent uh, season of Trailer Park Boys within a day because it just kind of powered through it. I bet you hear from a lot of people are like, I just couldn't stop watching it. Some people, uh, I have to caution them to, uh, you know, to deprogram themselves because it can be very destructive. <laughs> well, yeah, just the, the shitisms in the lexicon, it, it is very easy to start adapting those. I have a shit again is something that I, I use quite a bit. Now, with the... Yeah, and the... And the and birds of a shit feather flock together is one of my faves. <laughs> you can put shit and in double front barreled, of... <laughs> Double-barreled shit machine gun. <laughs> and, and, and ask not for whom the shit belt holds. <laughs> it holds for me. Well, there's the, there's the whole yeah, the, book, too, that I didn't realize, the dick shitnary that, that is out on, on your website at johndunsworth.com. Right. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. I've sold about three thousand of them so far, and uh, online. And uh, I'm writing another book right now. So, you know, being part of the Trailer Park Boys gives you a lot of license. You can do anything you like. I I uh, I've always been very ultra gregarious, and and uh, I usually don't get a, a. any, I've just passed a sniffer dog in the airport. <laughs> and I'm breathing a sigh of relief because <laughs> I was introduced to some of that Seattle, you know, super dope last night. <laughs> well, it is legal there. I don't know about the airplane, but it is technically illegal. Which one? Any line? The in any Washington. Any line I want. Oh. Okay. <laughs> any line I like. Well, I hope I don't. I, you know, you always pick the slow line. Oh, it's it's bound to happen. It is bound to happen. Well, John, when you and Randy are doing your shows together, are, are you in character the whole time? Do, when, do you come out as, as Jim Leahy? It's always different. Like, like last night, I was playing Jim Leahy quite a bit at the venue. Just, I don't know, to entertain myself, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> it's, really fun. it's really fun to play drunk. <laughs> so, you know, there's a certain, I mean, it's kind of a freedom. Yeah, I imagine. You know, when you're, just, when you're allowed to say anything and do anything you want, and then people find it funny. I mean, can you imagine a, a better existence than that? <laughs> right, yeah, and then just it's blame it on the liquor. That's that's all you have to do. <laughs> exactly, and I am, I'm in a couple of other series right now. I play a Catholic priest in one called Forgive Me, and uh, that's highly scripted, and in, uh, there's a sci-fi series called Haven. We're in, in our sixth season this year. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, thanks. And, and so it's highly scripted, and you can't deviate. You know, you have to phone L.A. to get permission, you know, to change a line. Wow. But uh, I know. So, so doing Trailer Park Boys is kind of freedom, especially during a live show, because Randy and I extemporize a lot. I mean, we have some set pieces we do, but... You know, depending on the audience, we go anywhere. So, what what do people get when they when they come to a a, a Randy and Leahy show? Well, we do skits, and we mm-hmm. we sing songs, and oh. we, we get them to join in, and we you know we talk about world politics, maybe do a little Shakespeare, <laughs> do a skit from the Blanford Recreation Center. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing. That's fantastic. Well. Um, John, you know, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, for for giving us a couple of minutes to come, you know, to to talk on our show. Uh, a huge fan, and you, uh, your well, thank show, you so much, guys. The the work that you do, it's just fantastic, and uh, really, really Thanks. appreciate and, it. If any, of you, if any of your listeners want to go to John Dunn's with YouTube and check out Get a Hobby. They'll see what one of my real passions is. Awesome. John Dunsworth on YouTube, get a hobby. Go there and find that right now. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, and we will see you on Sunday. Wonderful. I'll buy you a drink. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. 
Jim Leahy, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Oh, that's so amazing. And uh, I did end up getting him to do a to do a liner that oh I've my got to God. cut together. You have to like play the whole liner as like when you do it, just with your like nervous questioning, like, uh, Mister. Oh, I don't have that part out. Oh, I have the cutout part. It was so good because Craig's like, "Can I, may I ask you a question?" And it was so <laughs> adorable. I've never sound, heard Greg sound more. It's like, would you mind playing a little light? Would you mind doing for me? <laughs> it would be really cool. I I don't have that one up. I don't have the unedited version. Damn it! Up. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. It'll 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 take a little bit to get that one to to come up. I can see if I can grab it. If you do, you really think we should play that entire thing on the on the show? <sighs> I don't right. know. I thought it was. Pretty All right, awesome. I'll pull it. I'll pull it up. It's pulling up now. It's got another minute to be able to pull that one up. But uh, I just yes. like the because I've never ever we've asked people to do liners several times. I've never heard you nervous. I've never done them over the phone. I usually don't don't bother people with them over the phone, especially if we don't know them already. Uh, but I had to go for it. I mean, I I had to. I had to take a shot at it. And he was being so nice and like. Um, you know, very, very understanding about everything that I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. So, uh, so I did it and I'll, I'll, I'll pull that up. It's coming up right now. So we'll, we'll get that down there. But, uh, yeah, they are going to be at the Hawthorne theater at this, uh, this Sunday. This Sunday, but also Sunday is the fun employment radio cornhole tournament. Yes, it is. So that's happening earlier in the day. So, um, yes. sign up, start, well, sign ins for anyone who's in the tournament or just, if you want to show up just in case people don't, aren't able to come and their team won't be able to perform, you might be able to get into the, the league uh, to, the to the tournament as well. But even if you're not in the tournament, come down and hang out because we're going to have side games. Like we want, we want lots of people to come down and hang out because there's plenty of space. It's going to be so much fun. So even if you don't want to play cornhole, Come down to the tournament. So uh, it'll we'll be there at twelve, uh, basically from twelve uh, throughout the afternoon. So yeah. come by, hang out for a while, watch the tournament. Sarah and I will be having a one-on-one game at some point, which is going. I can tell you right now is going to be intense because neither of us want to lose, mm-hmm. and that will be happening during this tournament. So you will want to see that. Regardless. Oh yeah, we need to figure out our bet for sure. So we have it whittled down to a couple of things. So tomorrow we'll make the announcement as to what our bet's going to be. Yeah, tomorrow let's do that. Okay, we, we will have that in there. Uh, and so yeah, come down. It's this Sunday at uh, Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. Brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure. Lots of prizes, even if you're not in the tournament. So it's going to be fun. We really would like to see everybody down there. And to be honest, I'm just going to be straight up with you guys. This is one of those things where we have these sponsors coming. And so the more people that are down there, the better it is for us. It helps us keep the show going and keep uh, keep sponsors happy. And it shows how awesome you guys are. So we would really love to see people come down there. That would be wonderful. It'd be cool. All right. You want to play? All right. Here, I'll play the whole thing. Play it. Okay. Here it comes from. Uh... Okay. It, there's there's some awkward pauses in it because he's going through the through security. Um, right, thank you so much. Yeah. And we will see you on Sunday. Perfect. Um, hey John, can I ask one more favor really yeah. quick? Would Would you mind? I I know this is lame. Would you mind um, just uh, doing a quick liner for Fun Employment Radio? Sure, but just give me one minute because I'm going through the chat here. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, just give me one second. I'll be right back. Was that too much? Uh, I just. <laughs> This is where he's really going through his skin. You could hear him going through the metal detector. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, I'm through. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the show is just fun employment radio and whatever, whatever you want to say. This is Jim Leahy from Sunnyvale Ferro Park. I listen to unemployment radio sometimes. But since I'm employed, I've got a good job uh, as a general park pooper sizer for Sunday. I gotta go. But just remember, I'm the winner of the IAT TPT SAA TPS. That's the International Association of General Park, General Park Supervisors, and Assistant General Park Pooper Sizers. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you Thank so you, much. John. Thanks, John. And we You're will very welcome. we will see you on Sunday. There it was. That was the full unedited behind the scenes. Did you hear nervous giggle? He's like, <laughs> and then you can hear him asking. That wasn't us talking right now. He's just like, he looks at me. He's like, was that too much? I'm like, no, you're fine. Jesus Christ. It was badass. It was cool. I was excited. I'm sorry. I broke the professional rule. I got excited. And I didn't. And I showed it. How dare you. Mr. Leahy, right here on Fun Employment Radio.
AKA John Dunsworth. <laughs> he's, he's an esteemed and highly credited actor. He's he really a, is. a lot more than Trailer Park Boys. Oh, yeah. Kristen in the chat is saying, was he drunk? No, I don't think he was drunk. He's playing drunk. For, he was playing Leahy. That's, at the, that that's point. the character that he plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, Leahy is a, a drunk. Which, strange, uh, oddly enough, in, uh, not oddly enough, but I mean, just uh, in contrast to that, John. Uh, Dunworth. Dunsworth. Dunsworth, thank you. I just blanked on that. Doesn't really drink. Yeah. At all. But he plays the best crazy ass drunken asshole ever. Yeah. It's amazing. He is fantastic. Even at on it. the spot, walking through security at an airport. <laughs> right. He sounds like the drunkest person you've ever <laughs> met. <laughs> uh send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you haven't signed up for the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament, go there and do that now. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole hero because um there's teams that aren't going to be able to make it and we're going to need backups. So we would really like you guys to sign up. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole hero and come there and hang out on Sunday. Uh, thank you to uh, Christella Alonzo. Thank you to John Dunsworth. Thank you everyone tuning Thank in. Thank you Jim Leahy. Jim Leahy, <laughs> Trailer Park Supervisor. And uh, thank you to everyone listening to the show. You guys are fantastic. We really appreciate wow, it. Wow, that was fun. Yeah. All right, so really tomorrow, cool. one more show for the week. Woo-hoo. Yes, and uh, Aaron Duran will be stopping by tomorrow. Awesome, because it's his book release tomorrow night. Yes. So his... Oh, so we'll talk all about that. Yep, he'll be talking about that, and we may have another surprise guest tomorrow, too. Cool. Yep, don't know for sure yet, but uh, there we go. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.